The voice of one crying the wilderness Prepare the way of the Lord Make straight in the desert a highway for our God The voice of one crying the wilderness Prepare the way of the Lord Make straight in the desert a highway for our God The voice of one crying
spoken to us let us not go this place this place every filthy spirit contention cease now Banish 
angels of the Lord drive you to dry places and far away. The wall of fire surrounds these ones. And everyone who seeks you in love and fear, oh, we've come, Lord, drawing in. You've opened up our ears to hear. Receive garments of humility Amen. to accompany a walk of holiness. Amen. So you walk separated. Walk separated with garments of humility. Thank you. Just wave your hands and thank the Lord. be good custodians Amen. enforce everything spoken and reassert it works of darkness spirits of impurity your band stands banishment Amen. be accomplished in full Everything has begun here. Father, as I come to an end, Amen. let it be completed to the very end. Amen. For you who began the good work, are good, faithful to complete it. Thank you. Blessed be.
You're welcome to this Friday's meeting. <laughs> welcome. <clears throat> if, you are not, if you didn't feel welcome before, by any chance. Um, we have a song that says we have no agenda. And uh, <clears throat> we try not to have too much of an agenda. We might have a loose idea of some order. We might follow, but the truth is, we and the truth is, every time God's people come together, we ought to find joy. The scriptures say you're to have joy in his house of prayer. So there's joyful prayer. How many of you enjoyed praying just now? How many of you have been in many meetings where you did not enjoy the prayer at all? Feel like dying. If you could have bribed someone to not be there, you would have bribed them. You have given money. So I'm saying that the scriptures say we are supposed to have joy in his house of prayer. When we don't have joy, it may be because we are not in his house of prayer. We are somewhere else. Do you understand that? Or you don't? If you never had joy, what ought to be God's house of prayer? It means you are likely not in his house of prayer. Isaiah chapter 56 verse 7 says, I will bring them to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. Are you seeing that? You see what his house is for? It's a house of prayer for, for all nations. Do you know what's the competition? With this, you know what Jesus said they were doing? Jesus was quoting this passage when he was speaking. In the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 13. It's also in Mark 11, verse 17. And it's also in Luke 19, verse 46. All say the same thing. So we can pick any. And he declared to them, Matthew 21, 13. It is written, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. Let's read that in a contemporary passage in Mark. Mark 11 verse 17. 
Yeah, then we look at Luke 19, 46. <clears throat> then Jesus began to teach them. And he declared, take note, you're about to get a teaching. Is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations? But you have made it a den of robbers. He didn't say you're making it. As Matthew says it, this rendition says you have made it. Because there are those who are still in the process of making things. If you are here on Wednesday, remember when I said that everyone here, <clears throat> remember Wednesday, were you here? Remember when I said on Wednesday that some people might wonder that some of the things I'm saying, you'd think I should be saying it in a pastor's meeting. What did I say? I said, didn't you know I am raising pastors? You might be one of those new people. You might be one of those people who are newer. Or that was your first meeting. And you wonder, well, I think um, I think you are criticizing men of God. You know the angle you stand and look at the thing from really affects what you see. You, did you ever have that ruler? Is it still in the market? Where when you hold it and twist it, it changes color. You can even see different diagrams. Your perspective is very important. <clears throat> very important. So while you're thinking, oh, that thing you're saying is a criticism of an existing servant of God. Even if it's true, it's a criticism. Has it occurred to you that the only way to stop a future servant of God from doing what was wrong and done by former servants of God is by hearing about it? Is the scripture not full of warnings telling you that you should not do what your fathers did? So how on earth are you possibly going to avoid what your fathers did if nobody tells you about it? And everyone pretends that wrongdoing is right doing. And says funny things like, don't talk about it. Let God judge. So the new generation should come and do their own. So God will judge them. How many of you want to be judged by God? The wrong side of judgment. Judgment comes out good or bad. Okay? For those who don't know. Judgment must not come out bad for you. When there is a criminal case, someone may not just be condemned. He may be acquitted. Before his acquittal, the accusations may be believed by many people. After he's acquitted, the accused heaves a sigh of relief. Thank God I've been shown to be innocent. So, while you and most human beings presume everyone is guilty until proven innocent, you can presume people are innocent until proven guilty, and that's often the approach of the law. And these are laws of men. How much more you, child of God? You should hear it out first. Before you conclude, this one is guilty. 
So, if you understand the possibility of it being that a judgment might turn out in your favor. When I say, how many of you want to be judged by God? You won't be too quick to say no. Except you are guilty. Ah, then you are in trouble. Because nobody can pull the wool over God's eyes. His judgments are right. And the way to come out happy after a judgment by God is live righteously. Do what is right. It's not the finished work of Jesus. Number one, the work of Jesus is not finished. So you believe in a in what does not exist. Many people, they believe in what does not exist. Nah, Jesus did it all. No, Jesus began to do it all. He who began the good work in her. In who? In pastor. He who began the good work in Oh, in you. Began. No, you don't have faith. How can you say began? It's done, done, done. Huh? It's not done. You know, waiting never done, never done. Uh, waiting done, 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 done. Uh, do you know this deep proverb? <laughs> I don't know. You like beans. Garcia <laughs> said beans were done, 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 done. Now only the thing we're done 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 done. The question be say Una done done. The last time you checked yourself out, do you look like something that was done? If someone shows up now and says you done, you done, would you say thank you very much? If you say you're a wicked person, as nonsensical as you are, you say you're done. Who will they push you on? Who is the supper head that you'll be imposed upon? I pity them. We ain't done nothing. Do you feel done? <laughs> I don't. You want to ask me how far I feel I've come along? Not that it has anything to do with anything. First Corinthians 4, Paul said, not that I judge myself. We, we, we don't know how to judge ourselves. You ask me how far do you think you've got? <laughs> oh, dear God. Mm. Ah, I don't like saying because it bothers people. They start measuring themselves from me. <laughs> I, I like to think maybe ah, I don't know my thoughts irrelevant in the realm of the spirit only God knows uh, maybe 15-20 percent <laughs> you guys have arrived right <laughs> I'm coming I declare you know how you know how when you when you started nursery one, you felt like graduate. <laughs> Clown. <laughs> ah, you're mixing up done with begun. It just sound alike. They are not the same thing at all. He who began the good work in you. He will complete it. Will. Complete. That's future tense. Not done. You have to be a bit more patient. I don't know. You know the problem with the Bible is so big. 
But the Holy Spirit will guide my lips as usual. There are so many things you should be encouraged about. How many of you have looked at yourself once in a while and you're encouraged by the progress God has made? You're impressed by God. Now, if you have not been paying attention to the Holy Spirit, all you think about is how, <laughs> whoa, you don't even know how you're here. You just feel hopeless, useless. Like, you don't know why God has not sent four lightning bolts at the same time, not one after another. One, two, go. <laughs> then there's you know, skeleton, smoke, black, charred flesh. And nobody's saying you don't deserve it. Who am I to argue with reality? It's just that I'm too concerned about myself to have time to look at you like that. My own problems are big enough. But the truth of God's word and his grace. I'm thinking of changing the use of the word grace. Because Christianity does not understand what grace means. Make sure when uh, the Red Church Truth episode, well, it's actually, well, they're going to drop bits and pieces. We drop bits and Keep praying for Red Church Truth, the, the interview series and program where we answer questions, talk about things. We haven't had a live show yet where people can call in, but we will. It's new, but we'll keep on putting out answers. And yesterday we were shooting a series and I was talking about grace. And you should listen to it because you, you probably realize you don't know a lot about the grace of God. Now you might say, but I know. Yeah, you know. But the average person, when you come across people, they say they know grace. Tell them to give you a synonym for it. Another word that means exactly the same thing. The problem with Christians using the word grace is that they, they've created a false idea around what grace is. The word grace just means favor or kindness. So if you tell someone, go, she might show you kindness. You could say in Bible language, she might show you grace. You are perfectly correct. But if you say that now, people wonder. Someone will tell you, I can assure you, as I'm saying it, I'm hearing people's mind. Who are you to show someone grace? Grace comes from God. You are wrong. That's not what the Bible calls grace. Grace is favor. Grace can come from a man, can come from God, can come from anywhere. I've not read in your Bible where it says someone found grace in someone's sight. I've read it. Have you read it before? Was the person God? Grace means favor. It means kindness. It means goodwill. It's a state of heart towards a person that is positive. So, it is perfectly correct to say the kindness of God. Romans eleven twenty two, And it means exactly. Like, it's not like the word grace is this unique thing that was created when Jesus came. There's nothing like that. God's kindness has always been. Adam and Eve, bam. You guys, you ate it. Oh, wow. Oh, this is just bad. Hi. Now, let me tell you the consequences. You know, I told you guys not to eat it. That was my grace to you when I told you, don't eat. Eat of every... People say, ah, before there was God. Okay, then watch the show when it comes out. Make sure you do. Subscribe for it. Go to Red Chair Truth on YouTube. And go to... Adjust the ad, but there should be one today. 
Short, short bits. Probably one tomorrow. Probably daily. There should be a piece. A piece. Every day. It should be short. We are trying to cut them into short pieces. Even though we will try and put the full length one. If you don't want to stay and watch, get one piece per day. You watch the whole thing. Share it. Share it because it's going to bring deliverance to so many people. They may not be able to endure a church meeting where I speak a bit generally, but in those recordings, those shows, I'm addressing specific things. And yesterday I was talking about multiple manifestations of God's grace in what you call the Old Testament. That's under the Old Covenant. And you look at it. Many people don't know that God said you should love your neighbor as yourself under the Old Covenant. They're like, no, when Jesus came. No, no, nothing like that. So people who are ignorant, they distort the word of God. They don't know. You know, Peter 1, in 2 Peter 3, 15 and 16, he said that the things Paul says are hard to be understood. 2 Peter 3, 15 and 16. Consider also that our Lord's patience brings salvation just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom God gave him. This is Peter speaking about Paul. Verse 16 says, He writes this way, where? In all his letters. Is it some? He writes a certain way in all his letters. Go back to verse 15. He writes with what? With the wisdom God gave him. Do you agree? Go to the next verse. Speaking in them about such matters. What matters? The matters Peter has been discussing from when he started the letter called Second Peter. Are you understanding? Oh yes. Very easy to understand. Some parts of his letters, or is it a letter? Some parts. Did you hear some parts? Of his letters. Have you ever read any scripture where they are calling someone's name, referring to their own input into scripture? Can you tell me of any apostolic scripture writer that is there any verse like this in the Bible? Is there a place Peter is talking about Matthew and saying in his epistle? Is there a place Luke is referring to? Do they call anyone's name? All of what you call the New Testament, 27 books. There's no verse like this. Here, here, have you heard by the, two, by the mouth of two witnesses, the matter is established. Here is the apostle to the Jews endorsing the apostle to the Gentiles directly calling his name and referring to his letters, implying that he has read them. Huh? Do we have those letters? Do we have the letters of Paul? For those who don't know what an epistle is, an epistle is a synonym for a letter, a missive, a correspondence. It's the same thing. He's saying specifically, I've read Paul's writings full of wisdom, identical to the one I just finished giving you. Now, there's something interesting about Paul's own writings that my own does not suffer as much. Some parts of his own letters, not mine, <laughs> are hard to understand. Can you read? They are hard to understand. Have you heard this? Am I coming up with anything? Does it look like I'm trying to bamboozle you, confuse you, deceive you? 
Peter says that I've read Paul's writings and ah, some places get a bit confusing. Which greater warning do you want? Do you think if you now read Paul's letters, you should tread carefully by any chance and not be reckless and say crazy things like Paul doesn't know what he's saying? Have you heard people say Paul didn't know what he's saying? And Paul contradicts himself. People are amazing. Peter, I don't warn you. Peter, how many of you know? Second Peter has three chapters. How many of you know this is the last things Peter wrote? Yes, you didn't know. After this, Peter died. How many of you know, lawyers, law students, that in evidence, a dying man's words have high value? You don't know? It is presumed by law that someone that is about to die cannot be found to lie. What for? The man is saying, my son, my son, my son, my son. That land, that land, that that man is dragged with us. My father gave me that land. Make sure you never give it to him. Is that possible? Can someone say what I just said? How many people would say it if the land is not his father's own, truly? Can you imagine someone who is as he's dying, he's lying. He knows he's about to die. And still they lie. For what? Even wicked sinners have sense Sunday before they die. Nobody has time to be telling nonsense lies. When you know you're about to cross over the great beyond, to the great beyond. Mm-mm. Everybody has sense. They say, come. Forgive your mother. Do you know people make all sorts of confessions on their deathbed? So they call them deathbed confessions. And they have great weight. There's something in man that sees the worthlessness of things as he's about to die. That does not allow him to stand and be telling silly lies. Everything becomes clear. I'm about to depart this place. Things are not as valuable as I thought. So he, he can say, it was truly their father's land. He can say it. Did Jacob say things as he was passing? Did Joseph say things as he was passing? He said, please, God will visit you people when you are living. Carry my bones with you. Did that happen? Did Jacob tell them things? Did Moses tell them things before he died? Did Jesus tell his people things in the night from chapter 13 of the book of John up to chapter 17? Before his crucifixion, he began to say things. He removed his clothes, tied a towel, washed their, did all sorts of things, spoke to them. John chapter 14, in my father's residence, in my father's house, there are many rooms. I'm going to make a place. I'll come and take you there. He told them things. He said, don't worry. I'll send the Holy Spirit. When he comes, you know, don't worry. I'll no more speak in parables. The disciples at one time, he explained, you know, and, and, and they said to him, now you're speaking plainly. He said, do you now understand me? Because the end had come. He was opening up, saying things. Then he prayed. Show me any other prayer of Jesus, apart from when his disciples came and said, please, teach us how to pray. John, you see John? Your cousin John, John the Baptist, John. John who? John A. John, John Baptist. John taught his disciples how to pray. <laughs> Peter, I mean, Andrew, don't be so. I mean, eh? so it was a riot. You teach us how to pray. 
Why? Oh, because Jesus, uh, <clears throat> unlike public practice today, often prayed in private. In fact, definitely prayed in private. Habitually. He didn't used to wake them up when he's waking up to go and pray. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Let's pray. Pray. Karuba. No. He wake up and... Very private guy. Father. They'll be searching for one of those times. They'll be searching for him. Searching. He had gone to one place to pray. The Bible says a long time before morning. And then when they found him, they said, Master, everybody is looking for you. The whole city has come out. They heard about, I'm adding, so you understand. They heard about last night's meeting. God, you know, it was powerful. They've got that. But see what prayer does. Peter, uh, David told you what prayer should do. He says in Psalm 27 that, he loves to inquire at God's temple. That's what prayer often is for. Unlike what many people believe. You believe prayer is for commanding things. The primary thing prayer is for, is for asking questions from God. And making requests and petitions and giving thanks. That's the primary thing prayer is for. Not for command. Who are you talking to? I thought it's prayer. Prayer is a conversation. So who are you talking to bro? Who are you commanding? God. There's so much confusion. If you are speaking to demons, that's spiritual warfare. That's not prayer. That's you taking action. It's not the same thing. So Jesus has just been praying. Guess what he does? The ones who are not praying, guess what they did? The ones who are not praying got up. Yeah. James, John, you see crowd? Hey, today's meeting no go easy. Oh, landada. Etrekika makritusu. Jesus who had been praying. So let's go to another city. He didn't hold that meeting. Go and read it. You see that gathering? They gather for themselves. Jesus turned like that. So tell them. Let's. The Bible says he left. He, he, he said, I must go to other. He said, but they, I'm going to other cities. My father is summary, moving. I am moving. How did he know? Oh, he had been in prayer. So for those of you, many uh, who don't, you've never been told what prayer is for. You, 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 you use prayer. I'm not saying prayer is not a weapon, but you use it a bit wrongly. So you come into the presence of God with an attitude. You, come, you mix up God with demons and all sorts of, there's a lot of conversion. So are, are you here to pray? Are you here to bind? You mix all. You're not a bad person. You're just confused. Ah, caramel. You come with an attitude. Today is war. Okay, you came to do war. There's a difference between being before the king. Father, I make petition. You cannot make petition shouting. Why are you shouting at? I'm not saying your voice can't go up. I say, oh God, save my family. That's not what I mean. God is fast, so it's not like you're shouting at him. But I'm saying there's an attitude of heart that is before a bigger person who is asking for something. Please, please. First Timothy 2 tells you about petitions and all of that. Tells you about the four kinds of prayer. As for the message on it, I think I preached on it again recently. Four kinds. 
depending on the translations, petitions or requests, intercessions. Some say supplications. So different words are used. Prayers are used. And then the important one that most people don't remember, thanksgiving together. The four condiments of the incense you give God. It had to have those four condiments. Intercession is praying for someone else. Is to make requests like Esther on behalf of others. That's what intercession is. You don't intercede for yourself. You supplicate for yourself. You ask for yourself. Please, I'm asking. So you can mix. Most of these things come mixed. The thanksgiving shouldn't just be for yourself. It's for others. You thank God for your nation. Like common bad habit of many Nigerians, Christians, utterly blind due to hatred and just a lifestyle of disobedience. They don't give thanks for all the good things God is doing for Nigeria. They never do. Your mouth is too full of lies and your ear and heart is too full of lies. So you can't see any good thing. So you spend your life complaining. You don't know that that makes your incense unacceptable. Did you see what we read in Isaiah 56? That in his house of prayer that your incense will be accepted? Huh? That's why I take the time and we take the time in this house to teach things and to tell you to ask questions. Because if you don't know what you're doing, you will be like the man in Matthew 7 who stands before the Lord and he says, I don't know you. And he says, Lord, excuse me. Sorry, maybe, maybe you missed my name there. In your name, I cast out demons. I'm the one. If you check, you see. I, 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 I prophesied. Yes, that was, that's one of my gifts. I, I did many miraculous works. Me. Me. I'm here. I'm here. Moi. And me. Jesus responded again. I don't know you. Depart from me. The first time was just, I don't know you. The next time, move from here. Come up this place. Now, you can read that and do anything you like with it. But he said he did it in his name. He didn't do it in Juju's name. He wasn't a pretender. And that's not the only time Jesus said that. As did the other apostles. So you should be very concerned. Why would Jesus do that? The Bible tells you why. He said, you walk out of lawlessness. You who does not follow the laws, my rules. You don't follow rules. You, you don't do rules. Uh, rules are beyond you. I heard some preacher in Ghana somewhere. In a video I saw some days ago. He misquoted it so he couldn't understand it. When you, when you misunderstand, you misteach. But, but he said, amongst other things, that in, in Romans 7, that Paul said, I write to those that are under the law. He didn't write to those under the law. There's no, nothing like that in Romans 7 verse 1. He said, I write to those who, who know the law. No, knowing and being under is two different things. Ah. Okay, leave it. Very different things, like as English would tell you. Uh, but where was that? So what? There's a way you come. You're supposed to mix thanksgiving into it. And you mix grumbling and complaining. You don't understand. I keep looking at Christians. I pity Christians though. And it's so tiresome. Many pastors, ah, they have issues with God. Incense has four condiments. The frankincense is thanksgiving. A heart of appreciation. And you constantly are offering prayers without thanksgiving mixed in. Your incense is unacceptable. Go back to that Isaiah 56. 
It's unacceptable. It's supposed to. He said their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. Before that, he said, this verse 7. I will bring them to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. How many of you have been prayer meetings? There was no joy. It was grumbling and complaining throughout. So explain to me. Please help me. Many of you were not. You have not been Christians for long, right? Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Some of you, this is the only place you've prayed really properly. All right. But how many of you before now, you were involved in church? Church. Intercessory meetings. Intercession. They say it was an intercessory. Who knows what I'm talking about? Intercession. How many of them were joyful? How many of them sounded really grim and, and bitter? How many of you, how many of you, without their saying it, as I am speaking now, you realize that one of the condiments required, demanded by the leaders of that meeting is make sure you carry sufficient grievance. And who knows, who understands what I'm saying now? Do you see the power of blindness? That is how people stand in front of the Lord and he says, well, have you met? I don't know you. Pass on, man. Pass on. Because you don't obey his law. It's in the law that they are teaching you not to read. It's in the law that it is written that the incense must be comprised of galbanum and onica and stacte and frankincense. It's the law that tells you that. And uh, Paul, who had the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, had it opened up to him that it's these four things he mentioned. And it's repeated in many parts of the Bible. You won't see it if you don't have eyes to see. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8, he says, I want men everywhere to pray. That's offer incense. And prayer is one of the condiments. Raising holy hands. Holy hands are hands that are not, that are separated. Holy hands. Without wrath. Free of anger. Or doubt. Free of unbelief. All those are the opposite condiments. So when you come and stand and concoct your own thing. It raises a stink. And God smells a horrible smelling savor and covers his nose and departs the sin or drives you out because you can't push him off his throat. And you wonder, God, why do we pray and you don't hear? What did you offer? What did you give that was lawful? You operate unlawfully. He said, you're lawless. You have no laws. I'll try and say more of this in Red Church. I've said it here over the years in normal church, God's Lighthouse church meetings. But when you understand what is to be understood of Paul's writings, you will know that the law, that Paul himself said very clearly, that he did not, he is not setting aside the law. You're going to give me Romans. Get, let's finish with Peter's comment. And then we go to Romans chapter 7. And see from verse 12 what he says about the law. And Galatians chapter 3. And Romans chapter 3. All where Paul spoke about the law. Paul. He said some parts of his letters are hard to understand. Which ignorant and unstable people distort. Read with me. 
as they do the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction. What is the consequence of distorting the writings of Paul? I don't know if you can hear. How many of you have heard, watched some video recently? I mean, I, I saw a video yesterday, two, three days ago. Three different preachers. All of them bashing Paul to pieces. Has anyone seen this video? After, after they're bashing Paul, some were bashing Peter too. One said Peter wrote nonsense everywhere till Paul came and straightened him out. Can you read this sentence and think this person here? Or maybe it's this passage it may have been the reason for his saying it. He said Peter was writing nonsense. But have you read the beginning of First and Second Peter, both of them tell you that the things he's writing, that is the Holy Spirit that is given, that you cannot use personal interpretation. That is the Holy Spirit that is generating them. This passage says that they distort the rest of Scripture. In other words, he tells you that Paul's words are Scriptures. And Paul in Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, says all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. That means if you say it's nonsense, you're saying the inspiration, the breath, the pneuma, the spirit of God is talking nonsense. It's that direct. There's no confusion here. They, you cannot wriggle out of it. If you say Peter's talk that is in scripture, Paul's own that is in scripture, is nonsense. You are saying the Holy Spirit talks nonsense. You are saying therefore, Jesus said you take of mine and give to you. You are saying Jesus' talk is nonsense. Jesus said all that the Father has is mine. I'll take of it and give to you. You are saying the Almighty God talk nonsense. Your end is destruction. Guaranteed. I can bet you now. All these men that talk nonsense. I give you. Ah, when I started warning you guys three, four, five years ago. Did you think. Who was here? Who was here five years ago? Who was around me five years ago? Did I tell you. Your eyes will see, your ears will hear wonders. Your favorite preachers have gone berserk already. It's not, I told you it won't take time. You're doubting. Wait five more years. It's too long. I, I should say two. But wait five more. If they don't repent, by then. Yeah. Do you write in your book? Oh yeah, open your book and write. Right now, write, write. Asterix in front, back. We have red pen. Red ink. Take from someone. Mark it. Mark it. Mark it. Don't forget it. Too. Send it to yourself as an email. <laughs> you won't recognize some of those people. Listen. It's not that they'll be slightly crooked. They'll be upside down. They'll be walking on the roof. They, they'll be so. They'll be such an enemy of the gospel. You'll be terrified. That's if they are not dead. Because some of them go remove them. The damage is so horrible. And to show you how badly, badly people have been trained. You're willing to believe a human being above God. That that alone, your own end is obvious. Your own end. You believe a human being above scriptures. That. As you hear something, you read in scripture, it says the exact opposite. Listen, if you look at the Greek interpretation, the source, etymology, the roots of a word. Sometimes, and I've shown you this many times. 
I've shown you words in the Bible. I said, this word does not really mean this. And I tell you, you can't disprove it. Why? Because what I'm saying it really means. The Bible itself uses it like that. That the translator used this word. Even the translator is countering himself. You can't say something. Then you're using this word that you're saying the thing. And you're using it in two, three, four different ways. You're still saying it means this. Oh yeah, as you said, I gave you an example. The word commonly translated eternal. Which is the word aeonos in the Greek. And I told you how it passed through Latin. Eternum, which can be translated forever and ever. But also can be translated otherwise. But the word was not said in Latin originally. It was said in Greek. And in Greek it is obvious. That it does not mean without end. Endless. It can, you, how many of you know you can't say forever and ever? What does and ever mean? Is forever not Is it not enough? Okay, after forever, there was now what? What kind of confusion is that? And I told you that the Bible almost never uses the word forever. Not, almost not at all. It's a translation error rooted in the when the, it was translated from Greek to Latin. Have you ever heard someone translate something from their language and someone asks that doesn't understand the language what does he mean and they mistranslate and you say no that's not what it means. Have you ever done that before? Exactly that happened and it went into our thinking worldwide. How you know it doesn't mean I proved it. It's not that long. Is it up to a month? I gave multiple scriptures. I gave you examples where the word eternal forever is used. And I showed you. And you saw it could not mean forever. When he says that the slave, born servant, will serve his master forever. That means he will live forever. Him and his master. Or it means you serve him after they die. On the other side, you keep serving him. Do you think that's what he meant? The Greek Hebrew word for it is olam. The Hebrew word is And I showed multiple scriptures where the word is used. That the Levitical priesthood will be forever. Where is it? You're the first to say Melchizedek priesthood. So the Levitical, that the house of Aaron would always be priest. Where? Over and over again in the Bible, that word is used. Why? Why is it not known? Oh, the same reason we don't know many things. And the question is, is it not known? Oh, it's been known and said. But people who are set in their ways, like the Pharisees, people who have agendas, will never allow you to change certain things. Not because they haven't seen the, seen the evidence. They can't answer you. They can't defend it. They can't, they'll start shouting instead. And say, hey, hey, ah, ah, hey. They settle arguments by shouting. How many of you know anyone that settles arguments by shouting has nothing to say? Now if you're here and you think the way to settle something that you don't agree with shouting, you're a crook. God will judge you. On the day of judgment, your end will not be well. You cannot argue with shouting. You argue by Presenting your evidence. Have you seen what's happening in America with males and females? You, you don't know what's happening in America? They don't know what a woman is. They are still searching. In professors are looking to it. They don't know. Hey, worry, man. Have you kept they, nobody knows. They don't, they don't know what a woman is. Oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're just here. You cannot understand how ridiculous. If you see, you, you feel like committing suicide for them. If, if you watch any of the video clips, 
they, I promise you a video here, and I, I know we, it's available. You have a device, go and collect. There's one that we have 200 and something megabytes. Go and see with your family and watch. Your ear will not believe what your eyes are seeing. The dual witness of ear and eye will not suffice. Your brain will be rioting. The, you say, what is a woman? See, see fight. See trouble. Right? Supreme Court justice for everybody. You can't ask on the streets. You're, the guy is stopping people and asking, so, so, so what's a woman? Say, well, a woman is whoever says they are a woman. What are you talking about? No, what I mean is, so are you a woman? It depends on what you think. The man moved around America, even went to Africa, Kenya, Maasai, went around asking. <laughs> Africans are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the, man, the man went like, would you like to come to America? They went like, mm, summary, God forbid. All of them are they mad. Won't go mad people land. Nobody see they mad. You want mad. I say, if God does not say, you remember seven years ago when I used to tell you, six years ago, when I said, if God by any chance in his, in his sovereign will punishes you by sending you abroad to America, do you, do you remember, I didn't say it this way, but I'm saying it now. How many of you, are, how many of you, when you heard me first, two sixteenths of the year, like this man, what can, what you, when, I mean, tra visa talk, traveling abroad, how many of you used to wonder? Now, wow, I agree, I agree, I know agree, I know agree all. How many of you agree more now? Okay, some of you, you didn't believe anything because there was no hope. <laughs> How many of you passionately, likely prefer to be in Nigeria now compared to the first, first time? Now, the rest of you, it's because you don't know what is happening anywhere. If you know what is happening, <laughs> you have to have the boldness of a lion. Where you can go to prison for telling who they are, male or female? What is a male? What is a female? For saying he, he, and he says he's wearing a wig. Who gets it? Who will learn me with? Okay, okay. Control yourself. Control yourself. Control yourself. Okay, just picture a wig on his head. Or the scarf. Give me a head tie. Give me something. I'll take you by force. I'm violent, so I'll take you by force. Which of you is going to lay down and like quickly tell me? Okay. Lord, you see, you see what this brother did? Listen, see what he did. He said, Here I am, send him. <laughs> the light was shining on you. Hold on, hold on. The thing does not even look like it. I wish he had a shawl. It look more feminine. Listen, listen, I'm serious. I'm serious. Right now, I don't know how they've settled the case. For saying he says he's a woman, his voice is as deep as a man's voice. But he, 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 some, 
Some look like men, but they tell you, it's on their letters. They write their personal pronouns. She, her. He, man like this. He said, I'm a woman. For saying to him, telling her, tell him, oh, they may arrest you. America. Bontemer. We can life. You can enter trouble so easily. So easily. You're just going on like this. America is better. I've always didn't I tell you for years America is better. You only hear America because there are many Christians there who make noise. Scandinavia, all those Norway, Sweden, all those countries. <laughs> those Europe, they don't even drag much. Just weird human beings. Extremely weird. Doing all sorts of things. Normalcy. There's no normalcy. They teach your children in school pornography. Pictures. If you see the things in their books that they teach children. Meanwhile, teacher. Teacher, you. Carry Bible like this to that class and put on your table. Let it just be there. Just You have lost your job. You're out. Human beings can stand in front of your whole... I mean, saw <laughs> the video of the woman. You know? These are men. Men dressed with, like, with wigs, with clothes. She went and they invited them to come and sing in chapel. Methodist chapel. Praise God! Everybody knows it's a man. Three, four, five of them are coming. You go and do anyhow. Just be normal. See how you go to prison for being normal. You enter all sorts of problems for being normal. No, you're untouchable if you're abnormal. Just be weird. Tell lies. Be confused and mad. You have all sorts of favors, advantages. Monkeypox is spreading everywhere. They didn't tell the people with the monkeypox to stay at home. You don't understand. Didn't COVID? Did you stay at home? Who has seen a picture of a white person, not black, white person with monkeypox? Have you seen a picture? Find me a monkeypox face, human being, just one. Put it on this screen. Quick, quick, quick. Monkeypox. Type in. You can see them from, from one mile away. You can see. It's horrible. The most horrible thing. There's no quarantine. You can move around freely. COVID, you are symptomatic. No signs. It doesn't show me. No. You know, when I told my church people 2020, <laughs> at the end of the time, I asked them. I told them during the thing, but at the end, I asked them. Say, how many of you lost your sense of smell? See the hands. The people that were here. 80% raised their hands. 70, 80% raised their hands. They lost. They could, you couldn't taste food. All that you had COVID, complete COVID, COVID nineteen, COVID twenty, COVID twenty two. Yeah. I'm not the one coming up with it. You had COVID. You know how I killed you now. 
before he rose from the dead. Came out. People came out and said, eh, 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 chloroquine, chloroquine can help. Do you know what was happening to chloroquine around the world? I hinted you, they weren't expensive, man, only. They were destroying it. They were breaking into the warehouses around the world. It was disappearing. Fire in mighty warehouses. No warehouse will burn except the one with chloroquine. You think this earth is run by normalcy? No, there's no normal. It's called an agenda. It's real. There are movers and shakers who move and shake. Because that's what movers and shakers do. And they move and shake things you don't want moved and shake. So, monkeypox is not on the list of things. Yeah, this kind of fine boy, we go bring with your <laughs> I saw one with an ugly, ugly boy. Okay, that's monkeypox. Did you hear that 97% of the people with it are gay men? Oh, they forgot to tell you. Okay, uh, 97%. That means out of 100 people that have this thing, are men that sleep with men. Now, it's a coincidence. It has nothing to do with... Or is it possible it's connected to their lifestyle? Don't be homophobic. Don't speak against a minority. They'll block you from the internet. Too. The thing is, it's in your face. They want to do what they want to do. They will control. People are arrested, mothers, chained, dragged off for not wearing a mask. Someone walks around like that. With that kind of disease, is allowed to move. And the uh, United Nations, World Health Organization said, said, don't act in any homophobic, don't show, don't, don't act in any way that discourages them. It is, it is even worse than the sickness. It will make it worse. Not to them, to the whole earth. The whole earth will have the trouble because you said, hey. But something we cannot see will arrest you for it. Something that is very clear. How many children, young people died from COVID? Nearly zero. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't still believe that most people that died is not COVID that killed them. You don't understand. You don't know the power of an agenda. A hundred and ninety something people had in Nigeria, they shut down the nation. If you don't shut it down, you're in trouble. Because when the whole world gangs up against you, when the powers that be, you will know that power pass power. How many of you lost your sense of taste that time? You had COVID. How many of you lost your sense of smell? You had COVID. How many of you did nothing about it that raised your hands before? How many of you are alive? <laughs> Please show me by raise of hands. <laughs> And I remember telling the church then, not that I understood it fully, but in a short while, God has mercy on his beloved. I'm like, see, see you see this thing? This is an agenda. And they, if you said anything, then the way they will come after you, even till now, the people are crooks. 
When in America, when they are rioting, saying the police must go, and the people fill the street, like Nigeria say, bumper to bumper, they riot and burn portions of America for. Now it was actually political. They were trying to cause trouble. A lot of it was trouble for Trump. That was it. Okay. Uh, you people didn't used to watch TV that time. It's only in Nigeria there's insecurity. Who watched TV? Who saw? If you're watching CNN, forget it. You won't know what I'm talking about. Who, who saw what was happening in America for some for three, four months? Can you picture buildings burning almost every day for months? For a whole month? They're burning everything. They could burn everything. Oh, you didn't hear. You won't hear. To be cursing Nigeria. God forgive you all. If you're, if you're amongst those that used to curse Nigeria, God, God just forgive you. I'm serious. If you don't agree, God should forgive you. I'll ask that everything you say should come back on you. Then you know you shouldn't talk nonsense. I, hear me. Hear me. How I pray it. If I'm praying, I'll say, God, if what they said is true, if Nigeria is the worst place, all those things you said is true. Let nothing happen. If it is a lie, may it return to sender. Have you ever prayed return to sender prayer? Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm going to pray for you again. May God have mercy on you. Amen. For speaking evil, even about things you don't know. Amen. America burned non-stop. They won't show it on CNN. Why? Because they were the ones pushing it. It's what they support that they're pushing. So they will not say, you have to watch another channel, other places. Constantly, they're attacking police. This one was not government, the army, everything. They stood in one place. They did nothing. They killed people. Not government people. They killed ordinary people. People used the cover of that and took over. You talk about bandits. You don't understand how news media works. Ignorance is very bad. There were portions of America. Portions. I think there was a part of Seattle and all of that. We can't call them bandits. That one is for you people. And uh, not the not. Down here, they are not bandits. They are uh, militants. Your own is militants. An unknown gunman. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And then he just came back from Ebolan. Then, <laughs> then in America, they are... Uh, okay, I don't have any name. They decide the news. They would take over... I think there was a place they took over, whether six blocks. Have you seen a block? Do you understand what American city, what they call a block? There are no blocks in, in Nigeria, right? No, 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 no. That's not why block is. No, you don't know why block is. Who knows when they say you pass two blocks, turn left. Who knows what that means in America? Ha! Ah! Only two or three people know. Let's of you. One of them, One of Our people. Greetings. <laughs> It's nothing to be proud of, I beg me, I don't care about any of that nonsense. They have big size houses, they have big size problems. Their own problems are very big. What, what is your problem? It's not the price of Gary. <laughs> I beg, leave that thing, John. Leave me alone. I have zero interest in <laughs> If I had any interest, I would have been gone for, since. Have you seen in films where they are from above, a helicopter shows, and there are many buildings Many, then there's a street in perfect lines like this, like this, 
Now, in between this street and this street, is it one building? It can be from here. It can be from here down to Unio gates. Multiple buildings. Big, all sorts of buildings. And it's square like this. That is a block. Multiple buildings, multiple buildings, all sorts of things. That's a block. Ma major streets. Then you come down another. These people took over multiple blocks. So you could, you could say maybe the whole length of Vicarage Benevolent. But down to town, just massive. No police area, no police enters. No policeman, woman could enter. You can't enter. I mean two years ago. Oh, you won't know that. You join me and say, now contribute this. Stop it. Before, see, God judges you according to the things you've said. Your ignorance has determined most of what you see. You don't know what's happening anywhere in the world. Therefore, you, you, you lambast. Thank God for the size of your own problems. Everybody has problems. That's the whole point. Eh? How much was a bottle of water? Bottle water. When we calculated last. Before dollars was 600. Before. In America. Oh, 3, 3K. 3,000 naira. I mean the one you, uh, I mean like ever. One liter. You know the way you're looking at me like a lie. You have the internet. Go online. Type in price of water. America, US dollars. Convert. Please don't say anything ignorant that no, that's always been the price. You know their money has don't be don't be ridiculous. They have inflation at a rate that you can't believe. So you see all those things you say? Leave it. Stop saying it. You don't know what you're saying. I don't mean in 1929 during the... I mean now... I mean in the last 2-3 years. That's what has been happening in America. Happening. There's these, these are events. The price of petrol is like that. Go and find out the cost of a gallon of petrol in America. They call it gasoline. or They say gas. based petrol. Convert it to a liter here. Till you do that, hmm? They turn away back. Throw your mouth. And don't be causing my country, the space I am in. I saw a video yesterday night or this morning. Someone sent me something. Should I share with you? Someone remind me to share it. Very long like this. Said, Posterity, some of you have seen it. Posterity will never forget those who supported Buhari coming to power. Who has seen it? Well, I've seen that thing. And put list of prominent people, then put it, then said many, many things. And put a name. And it looks like, oh wow, this is terrible. So I did what I do. Sometimes I picked it and forwarded it to one of my friends that he has a very good mind for things. I has time. Me, I don't have any time. I didn't even read the good news. I don't have time. I forwarded to him, please, can you respond to this? Is this true? First thing, he responded. I saw it just yesterday after nearly three days. He responded. He said, first, this thing, this thing you posted with a name has been flying around for years. The only difference now is that they have attached the name. You don't understand. 
who has ever seen something that has been flying around for years, they bring it newly as though it just came out and they apply it to a present tense thing. But it was moving around in 2009. Don't you know people that do such things, that is that you can pick something that has been floating around. Some it was written for against him. Then you bring it out, repost it and put his name. Don't you know that is wickedness? You don't. In your world, it's normal. You don't tell lies like that. You can't tell lies like that. It's not that man that wrote that thing. Why did you put his name? So if you look like he's an intellectual that wrote it, professor, you do something like that. There's wickedness in your soul. If it is not bad, may they use your name to do things like that. Number two, he went on to pick random things and he said, the summaries, he put many things, rebutting, brought out a list of all the projects that have been done in the last seven years. Just very long. I, I, I didn't have time. I don't have time to look at it. Very long thing. I'm not surprised. Because they said there was something called zero, that zero projects have happened in the last seven years. Since I've seen too many videos and pictures of things that have happened, I, I don't bother. But what I'm interested in is a video of a prophetess from America. I don't know who invited, but I saw it was uh, Apostle Romeo Sai in a meeting and he called her up and she came up. And he said she should greet the church. And she stood there. The summary of what she said, I'll share it with you if I'm reminded. Hold the people in my house responsible. If they remind me this night, I'll forward it to you. She said at the end of what she had to say that she didn't really pay attention. She's black, but she's American. She didn't pay attention to Nigeria. That God told her that this nation, Nigeria, is going to be at the fore within a very short time in the world, on the world stage. And that this, that, 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 there at the end, she said, my prayer for you, because summary, this is what God told me, that Nigerians are the la will be the last people to see what God has done for Nigeria. You didn't hear what I said? Your prayer should be that you are not the last to see what God is doing for you. Did you hear that? Why should that happen to anybody? Why should you be the last to know something? That's her name, Tiffany Montgomery. The same thing I say. If you clap, she will. I don't know. How they walk? Where the sound from? The United States. Let, let, let me jump to the end. Are you eating okra soup? Okra soup. You mm. have. And what else did you? A goosey. A goosey. You make just okay, very short, do it. Just two minutes. Greetings. Thank you for having me. I am from the United States of America, but I have quickly made Nigeria my second home. And I'm just excited to see what God is doing in this nation. He's He's raising her up, and even in America, she's making great strides. And what God showed me about a nation I never intended to visit, I didn't have a love for, was that in a few years, there were going to be nations that bowed down to her. And God told me to... Mm -hmm. 
and God told me to come here quickly and just be a part of what he was doing before everybody started to notice. So if I could just leave you a one piece of encouragement. Did you hear? Did he say what he will do? Did he hear say what he's doing? Before everyone notices. That means it's already happening. No, you know, this is not Pasteur. All of you that think Pasteur is crazy. But I found out that if you believe scriptures and you obey, typically you'll not be crazy. People might think you are, but it's because they are off kilter. They don't know. You don't, when you disagree with God, you can't be right. So when whatever you're preaching, you're believing, no matter the signs and wonders that follows you, if what you're saying or doing does, cannot be backed by scripture, if it can be disproven by scripture, then you're not right in that area. So this is the confidence that we have. That if we ask anything according to his will, even if you don't know the supernatural things God has told us or we've seen happen in line with the things we have believed and the things I've shared and taught, even if you don't know them, and I could tell you many, you don't know the supernatural evidences, the proof, the revelations, the visions, the encounters, the, all of that. Even if you don't know, maybe you don't believe in such things or you're like, no, you have your own, he has his own. The area we cannot argue about is what scriptures say. And if you have no scripture for your position, forget it. I can't have a discussion with you because you don't even respect God. So, is it me? I think you respect. You don't respect God's word. Now, hear this. It, will, it jumped. Mary, can you step on the platform? Step on the platform quickly. Her up, and even in America, she's making great strides. And what God. In a few years, there were going to be nations that bowed down to her. And God told me to and God told me to come here quickly and just be a part of what he was doing before everybody started to notice. So if I could just leave you a one piece of encouragement, don't allow the other nations to see what God is doing in this nation before you see what God is doing in this nation. Do you hear that? Because what will happen is they will begin to discern even the ungodly what God is doing here and they will come and reap the harvest even the of the ungodly. years that you've labored and toiled and travailed in prayer. And so that's my only warning to you. That's one thing I just see coming is that everybody sees that Nigeria is on the rise except for Nigerians. And you, you speak it and you pray it, but you don't believe it. So if I can leave you with one thing, don't let us come here and take over your nation. You will reap the fruit of the years that you've toiled here for. Now, most of the people that heard that thing, they don't understand Jack. <laughs> and, and it breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. Now, I could explain it thoroughly. I could use the scriptures and all that. See, now an American voice said it. Some of you are open to it. <laughs> don't worry, I'll start speaking like American. Motion, sorry. For sure, sure, sure. She's If you don't understand that, ask your neighbor. It means behold the face. <laughs> Don't allow others. It's even the ungodly. And these are the things. It shatters my heart. If you see, I don't even talk about Nigeria and the things happen. If you know how many amazing things have happened, I've said it. Go and listen to messages I was preaching in 2016, 17, 18. I know people that they, they will bash Nigeria. Then you tell them, come, there's this group, just join it. Just look at the things there. 
and they directly say, I know people that you, back then, when there was one WhatsApp group that someone added me in 216, Christians, they added, they said, God said that there's going to be a lot of economic strikes, a lot. And they added me, added them, with time, they will say, argue, then they will leave. They will storm and leave it. The majority of those people, they are on groups where they spread lies steadily. When I say lies, I'm not talking about who said is a lie. Anybody on earth that cares to find out the truth can know it's a lie. Why? Because it can be proved easily. It's not, there are things that we can't prove. You can't, I can't prove what's in your heart. But I can prove if there's a second Niger bridge. Is there a second Niger bridge? Almost completed. Uh -huh. Now I've seen people say it's a lie. It doesn't exist. Three, four times the size of the old Niger bridge. They say it's a lie. It doesn't exist. Mm -mm. Now, unfortunately, I've seen hundreds or thousands of projects like that. Amazing projects. And there are people that say, not one good thing. So, how am I going to talk with you? If you are such a liar and I have the spirit of truth, we have no discussion. Step away from me so you don't corrupt me. How did I get here? How do you offer acceptable incense when you have turned the house of God into a, a den of thieves? What are thieves most known for doing? Telling the truth. What do thieves do most easily? What goes with thievery? Yes. You can't spell thievery. But, okay, thievery. There's a word like that, okay? Thievery. What is it that is the closest and tightest companion of thieving? Is it murder? Does, it, does stealing sometimes get accompanied by murder? Does it sometimes get accompanied by dishonoring your parents? Does stealing sometimes get accompanied with immorality? Can someone sleep with someone so you can steal from them and run? Do they, does that happen? Does stealing get the accompany of covetousness? There are people that steal. Many people steal because they desire something. But do you know people steal for hunger too? Good. But what is it that most commonly follows a thief? Telling lies. It comes naturally. So the Bible says, You have turned my house. Remember, put it there. It ought to be a house. No. Isaiah 56 and verse 7. It ought to be a house of joyfulness. I will bring them to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Who has ever been part of anything called a house of prayer? Something like that. Okay, a prayer house. House and prayer is in it. He set his house. You are to be joyful in it. I'm repeating myself, but permit me to. I'm bringing insight. When you are joyful in the house of prayer, what happens? Your burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on his altar. How many of you want your burnt offerings and sacrifices accepted? 
<laughs> What's the condition? You must be joyful. How can you be joyful when you're angry and mad and offended? How can you be joyful? So, 1 Timothy 2 verse 8. You have deprived yourself of answered prayer because you are to lift up your holy hands without, without anger. How many of you have heard prayer points started and completed with be angry in the spirit? <laughs> Pray with anger. Now, I tell you what I've always told you. All the, See, these things. It's not a human being that taught me. I've told you my father in the Lord is my father in heaven. I sat down with, I was sitting in my Bible in the 90s. Taking notes with a pen. And that is why I tell you whether you agree with anything I say or not. Is it relevant? Well, it's very relevant actually, to be honest. But even if you disagree with me, can you just have a notebook and a pen? Sit with your Bible from any portion of your brain and just say, Lord, please teach me. Amen. Be sincere. Then take notes. Go to God's school. Let him educate you. See, that's the source of my problems in this world. I went to God's school. Holy Spirit school. He will show every topic you can think about. He will show you his own version. When he finishes with his own version, you have problems with human beings. Because they will disagree utterly. They'll say, that's not what they taught us in Bible college. That's not what... That's not what my father, that's not what my family, that's not what our people, that's not what, that's not what the newspaper, that's not what, I don't care about any of those things. My perspective about government, my perspective, people feel like you should say something against yourself and you don't even understand anything. I am too concerned about the heavenly Jerusalem. Oh, that will confuse some people. I'm too concerned about the condition of the church. My calling is not to earthly government. In the present age. My calling is to the government that will be revealed when the Lord Jesus comes and sets up the stone kingdom. Daniel chapter 7. If you don't understand anything I'm saying, take note of the chapter, go and read it. That's my calling. I'm running for office in a thousand year reign. I don't do these four year terms. What are you? That's your problem. I have no interest. If God makes me do it, it will be with, with tears that I'll agree to do it. It's like telling me, go to America. The way I'll beg, I'll ask God to forgive me. God, please, no, for, please, please, forgive me. Is it because of that time I didn't pray? I beg, I go beg, beg like this. If someone dashed me, visa to go to America, a thousand, I'll dash it all out. All. I have zero, zero interest. Because I have eyes that see and ears that have been opened. How can I act like a blind person? Who sees a hole and walks into it? You want to say nobody? But there's somebody. A suicidal person. Person where one die. You feel like dying and you're looking for a way to die fast. You're the one that will do a thing like that. Other than that, it's a blind person. But I said, who sees? You can't see and walk into it. When the Lord teaches you anything, among the conditions for him to teach you, your heart must be open. So you're filled with anger and you stand and lift there, my hands are holy. 
Most are not. Most are never holy. So I'm going to go and be concerned about earthly rulers that God has given power. God, God, God has put in power, allowed. There is no authority except by God. You read it and say, I beg, that's not what it means. What does it mean, please? Because it's not one verse that says it. It's not Romans 13. It's multiple passages. Daniel 4, 5. All over the Bible, it tells you, Jesus himself, all of them, God put them there. No, you don't know how they enter. They enter like this, like that. You don't see. You know they hear what? God put them in power. Who are you again? It's not God. It's the people. There is no authority except by God. You don't understand English in the night or in the morning. The only is around afternoon. There is none. If it exists, God allowed it to be there. If he does not want it to be there, he removes them. You don't look at King Saul. Bad king. Yes or no? Did he start bad? Did he end bad? Within two years of being king, he had misbehaved up and down. The kingdom had been taken from him. He stayed in office for 38 more years. He was king for 40 years. There's nothing you could do to stop Saul from being king for 40 years. How do I know? Because his successor, David, was in office for 40 years. And David's successor, Solomon, was in office for 40 years. You still think that's a coincidence? No, there's a calendar. Three people representing three segments of trials of some sort must be in office. You cannot topple them. Did the Philistines used to fight Saul normally? How did they kill him at, in his 40th year? Because his time was up. Was David loved by God? Could he have lived long? His time was up at 40 years. In that 40 years, he reigned for seven years in Hebron. The remaining 33 years over not just Judah now, but also Israel. You think that Jesus was 33? When he passed, you think it's a mistake that he, the, the son of David, as he often was called, finished his rule over Israel at the age of 33? There's a, a very deliberate, calculated, this will happen from here to here, all over. But of course, you've been taught everything is free will. So every error the church believes blinds them to what God is doing very openly. Like the thing is so clear. Solomon, did he goof? Big time. The day he goofed, did he die? No, he had to be there for 40. It had to be 40. Now go and check after that. How long people reign? Have you seen those cartoons where things go quick back, boom, boom, quick back, boom, boom. There are people that were in government for seven days. <laughs> go and look. Go and look. All of it is, is deliberated. So Saul had 40 years. 40 represents a trial period, which when it is over, you enter another phase. It's a testing period. Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days. Moses was on the mountain 40 days, twice. I could go on endlessly. Why do you think Moses' life 
How old was he when he ran away? 40. How old was he when he came back? 80. How old was he when he died? 120 is 40 divided. How many times? You think that's still a mistake? If you still know, if you, if you even think any of these things are quick, should I give you all the places 40 or cause in the Bible? Say no, please. Even if you say yes, I don't agree. <laughs> Forget it. How can I? What, look at the time. Oh, since you have been Bible study, you could be worshiping, worshiping. <laughs> 40, 40, 40. Deliberate. Showing you ages. The plans of God. Specific. You can know the future by knowing these things. These are prophecies. All of those characters were prophesying of Jesus. All. In people's names. Their names. The names that their father said. Call him. Oh. You see, and it's because people don't know about the sovereignty of God. So you don't fear him. If you know God's sovereignty, you have sense like this. You just behave. You think, you, you think you're in charge of very many things you're not in charge. Let me, can I whisper to you? You might be in charge of like 30% of your life. The rest are planned and plan them. You'll be angry. Free, uh, free wheelers. You'll be angry. So, your anger, is it not personal? Do I look angry to you? You would think it's not all over the Bible that God has a plan, a telema, and a bulema. He has his plan. He has his will. Your will can never override God's will. You have what they call limited free will. They lock this door. They put a gate. They lock everywhere. All your move, you can move from here to here anywhere you like. That's what you call free will. This space that you can move freely. That's what was given you by God. Then there's all the other things you cannot control. I won't ask you to raise your hand in case your parents watch this video. But some of you had wished at some point that your parents were not your parents. In fact, many of you. Nobody said they ask you now. We know these things. So what was your say, your will in your parents? Some of you wish were from Lagos, Axis. Many of you hoped you could have been born in America and you have even said it. Better country. There's all sorts of things you couldn't... So, please, uh, free will. Madam, free will. I have my free will. She gave her life to Christ from her free will. Eh? Have you ever heard of anyone? I'm not saying it's you. Who just found themselves crying and couldn't understand why? Have you ever heard people say, I didn't even know when I went out and knelt down? Say, I didn't even know what happened. It's just like something just lifted. I didn't even know what they say in that place. Have you ever heard stories like that? But it's free will. I mean, of Muslims, people that don't know Jesus say, I saw a great sight and this happened and that happened. And from that day, I was a changed person. Have you ever heard dramatic stories like that? What is free about that? Have you heard of people that were not looking for Jesus at all? They didn't know the name Jesus and they found him. Okay. Even if you don't agree. Have you read in your Bible that I will call the people that are not my people, my people? But they are not his people. 
But you call them his people. Can God make up his mind? See, enjoy this small space we have. Are you hearing? Let me advise you. Use this space you have. You see this space? Use it wisely. Because the rest, nobody they control them. When the owners tilt this building like this and start shaking it, if he told you on this space, attach yourself to a pillar. Eh? Spend your time attaching yourself to a pillar. Anything you see, use. Cello tape, duct tape, rope. Are you hearing me? Remove your tr- trousers, tear it and tie yourself. Around. Instead of saying, why will he tell us to attach ourselves to a pillar? Did they give us rope? Did they give us rope? Did they give us rope? How many of you know if you focus on obeying, and the idea will come? But if you focus on being rebellious, if God was really, if God, if God, wait first, they, they holler, they go. Just keep shaking. Make noise. When the time comes, you will know. When he tilts the when he tilts it, when he starts bending like this, and everything starts sliding, like a, a, a Hollywood movie. When he starts sliding like this, yeah, 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 yeah. All you wish you did with the free time you had wouldn't be to go and be committing morality, doing stupid things everywhere. You would use that limited free will they gave you to obey the person that placed you here in that family, in that city in that country, in that space, in this church, at this time, today, hearing this, you will wish you did what every wise person should do. Please teach us the rules of the one who made us and placed us here. What can we do? Because the little percentage you can control is all you can control. There's a massive percentage he controls and he's giving you time to do your own. And when the time comes, he's going to do his own. And you will not be able to change what he does. It's the will of God. It stands fast. No one can change his will. They can change your own. You can't change his own. It's called the rights of the creator. You are a creature. They made you. No one made him. He's the maker. So he makes government leaders. Different ones at different times. It is very likely that President Biden did not win the election. They cheated massively, whether you agree or not. Fact. They cheated. They lied. Computers did stupid things. People click Trump to change to Biden. Right there. They'll click like this. Two bottles. Look at the problem. Records show behind the scenes at certain times in the middle of the night how suddenly picture someone having 50,000 wins. Another person has 32. Then suddenly from the record, suddenly this 32 jumped to 45 at once. Brrr, that is at, at once. Brrr. What was that? Is that is the same thing? Is like what happened with that president's son? And they denied all. They shut down a whole newspaper, well-respected newspaper, because they said, ah, they've seen pictures and videos of the press. This Biden's son smoking, abusing girls, doing all sorts of things. They shut down the whole newspaper. Now it's all over the news. Something that was so clear then, three years ago. 
it was clear to any honest person then. It's taken them three years to discover that it was true. The person that told the truth, that had the laptop, had to run away. Now continue. If you tell the truth, you'll be running. Oh, oh, you thought I said Nigerian uh, judiciary? No, it's America I'm discussing. It's America. They just die strangely. Nobody will know why you died. Some they just arrest you openly. Some they don't even hide. My point? My point is that God wanted Biden there. That's why he's there. If he was not supposed to be there, the, the day after elections, he could die. People lie down, sleep and die. You've never heard it before. You didn't hear about Sanya Bacha in Nigeria? He died. It's not the church that poisoned him. He died. He was about to become civilian president. I told you before, I was talking with someone. I was in the University of Rio, 1998. It was night like this. 8 or 9 o'clock, around this time. I think it was a Thursday. I'm not too sure. I'm sitting in class, and this girl, young girl, lady, I don't know her, you know, but it's, we are preparing for exams. And she's there. You know, everyone comes out to read the exams. And she's there. Law Assembly Hall. Law Faculty, University of Rio. And... They are talking about how Sanya Bacha, one million match, they are going to match for him to be president. And then, I am like, well, because I knew he was wrong. He shouldn't be president. He was a dictator. He was very mean. Scary fellow. Have you heard stories about Sanya Bacha? <laughs> he, was a, he was a scary fellow. I think he was the scariest fellow Nigeria has ever had. I don't think anybody has been as scary as Sanya Bata. You think anybody? Nobody. Nobody. Uh, Babangida is calm. <laughs> Sanya Bata was a scary fellow. Except that Delegiwa, but Sanya Bata is, is calm. Uh, sorry, uh, Babangida is calm. Sanya Bata was a, a terrorist. <laughs> Never smiled. There's no picture of him smiling. Abacha glasses. Very scary thing. Anyways, back to my point. Sanya Bacha was about to break. I It was in my mouth. I, I just regret that opportunity to sound prophetic. It was in my mouth. I was, she, she said, you can't do anything. Hey, stop him now. You can't, nobody can stop him. Something like that. And I was just about to say, you never know. God could stop him. He, he could die. And I held it. Count one, two, three, outside. Abacha is dead! Abacha is dead! Night class finished. <laughs> School finished. Everything ended. <laughs> Everybody ran outside. Nigeria was like, whoa, wow. That can happen. It's happened before. So that the man is there. Years ago, before a certain president, let me not call names, so in case they are your idols, and I can't explain why they were not good. There are people that have thought they were good and they are not good. There are people that have thought they were bad and were very good. There are all sorts of people. Read your Bible if you want to understand kings. Go and study Pharaoh during the time of Joseph. Read about Nebuchadnezzar. Hmm? Read about 
Darius, Cyrus. Read the book of Genesis. Read the book of Jeremiah. Read the book of Daniel. Read the book of Ezra. Read the book of Nehemiah. When you stand up from there, you should have knowledge of government. Till you do that, don't argue with me. You can't. Go away. Carry a pen. Carry the Bible. Go in to disprove me. When you finish taking notes on what God says about kings and rulers of nations. Come. If you won't do that, I repeat, you don't respect God. Why will you respect me? Who am I? You don't care about... Oh, sorry. Did I top it up? Oh, top it up. Go to Jesus. Luke, wait in 13 or 14. And Paul. When you've sat down with those people and heard what they say, have to say about government, then form an opinion. Or do what most Christians do. Don't give a hoot about anything I've said. Form your opinion based on the people you like, the party you like, the, your family members in government. Just form opinions based on everything you like. Form your opinion based on that. Then wait for the day of judgment. You will find that when the books are open, that they are the books of the Bible, including Jeremiah, Nehemiah, and Daniel, and Luke. And you will find out that God had his instructions. Did I mention Deuteronomy and Leviticus? Type into your Bible every place where it says the ruler of your people, the kings. Everywhere it refers to a leader. Do the study. It is worth it. It is worth it. So you can pass it on to others and to your children and they will pass it to their children. When your mind works right, has been shaped by the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, have rightly divided things with the word of God. Then have an opinion. Before that, don't say much. Don't say much. I am so confident that if you do this honestly, honestly, you will think well. And you will be at less risk for speaking carelessly. Jesus said, for every careless word which men speak on the day of judgment, Matthew chapter 12, verse 36, you will give account. And he said, by your words, forget me praying any prayer for anything to happen to you. He said, by your words, your words. He didn't say my words. He didn't say your pastor's words. He said, by your own words, the words that come out of your own mouth. He said, you will either be justified, that's acquitted, or you will be condemned. So don't you think you should be afraid of what your mouth says? Your own words will bear witness for or against you. Does that terrify you? You feel like selling your mouth? You can't. Why do you think the Bible says in James 3 that the person who is perfect in speech is blameless? Why do you think? It's our mouth that puts us in most of the trouble. Not witches from your village. It's your mouth. I heard someone say, I can't remember what they say. They say, Bwari stays in something. Oh God. Summary. The person linked their life to Bwari. Said, if the day Bwari does this or if he leaves or something, I'd rather die or let me die. I look like that. I go, eh? Did you just say that? 
that hatred is bad. Like that's directly taking a chain, chaining your life to an action of a human being. Another human being whom you can't control. I don't think anybody should. Do you think you should do things like that? It terrified me. But it showed to me again the power of hatred. Now I'm going to end now. We've already prayed, right? Simple prayer, we're out of here. But this is it. How do we start? Isaiah 56 verse 7. Alright? Isaiah 5, 6, 7. So you remember it. 5, 6, 7. The alternative to offering acceptable offerings and sacrifices that are accepted in the house of God is Matthew. Is it being a den of thieves. And thieves are known for stealing, taking what is not theirs, and lying. Do you agree? Every time you see someone in the house of God telling lies, and taking what is not theirs, and telling you you should take what is not yours, Let me tell you what you can take with your mouth. You can take someone's glory. Are you hearing me? You don't know? Please, if you take someone's glory, you are a thief. Some of you do this thing. God will forgive you. Pray for yourself. But he arranged this seat very neatly. You were not, in fact, you were here, but you were sitting there. You didn't move. And someone comes and thinks you're the one that arranged it and says, well done, no? you did a very neat job. And you say, thank you. You have, never, you have never seen anyone do this, right? You've never? <laughs> can, I, can I suggest to you that you just stole someone's glory? That the only response to that is, I'm not the one that did it, it's him. That's the only response. Any other response? Please, don't tell any long story. You're a thief. <laughs> it looks like some of you don't agree. You don't agree. Okay, you've done it so much. It's your character. Wait till judgment day. You understand on judgment day. You're a thief. You never do that. You go out of your way to make it known. It's not me. I didn't arrange it at all. Even if you arrange half, you say, it was me and him. You don't take, you don't know what stealing is. Is it wrong for you to have a car? Maybe take someone's car without their name and drive it away. You're a thief of a car, yes? It's not that you couldn't have the glory. I don't mind you having glory. I'm saying you can steal someone's own. You can steal someone's praise. That's what I just described. You can steal someone's accolade. What they have achieved, you take it. You don't know it's a sin for one person to do something and you take the glory and give to someone else. Don't do it. I remember passing, I, was, I came back from Kaduna. No, I was in Lagos. But I had been to Kaduna some time before and it was the first time through 2015 and I saw the rail road, the rail tracks to Kaduna from Abuja. And I said, hey, wow, this is very nice. It was 2.15. It was after President Buhari came into office. And they were talking about activating the trains. Or maybe they had activated it already. And I, in Abuja, but I had seen it on my way to 
And I said, wow. Uh, oh, um, I think I said on like, Buari has tried it. Or, you know, this is very nice, the train thing. And a friend of mine said, it's not him that did it, it's Jonathan that did it. And I went like, either I knew then or I found a little bit, I had an idea that even if there is Jonathan that built it, that it is Buari that got the trains themselves. He may have started the railroad base, Buari that got the trains and started using it, that activated it and was in use. So I think when that my friend said it, he, he just said, you know, that it's Buari that is Jonathan that did it. And I knew it's not true, even though I didn't know details. I said, no. Or that then he now said, Jonathan did 90% of it. Which comforted me a little because I was bothered that it was very plain that there was no train running. Why would you say? Jonathan has not been president for nearly one year, so why would you say it is? About two years. Why would you say it is? Uh, so the truth is, maybe 90% belong to Jonathan. Are you understanding? Do you understand? How many of you know having rail tracks without a train on it is a very nice picture? Eh? Or you don't mind? The rail track is okay. Nigeria can say they have trains because they have rail tracks. How many of you know the person that puts a train on it and it starts running has done something? So you give glory to whom? You give honor to whom? Honor is you. Is that in the Bible? Good. So you share honor. That's what I meant. I'm giving you the scripture. You don't steal. You can be a thief. When the church of God becomes a place where you steal people's honor, steal people's glory, as opposed to being joyful, telling the truth. You're doing this thing that Jesus said we shouldn't do. Are you hearing me? This is not Pastor Ita's opinion. If you can prove contrary to what I'm saying, you're free. If we can't do it today, um, when we come on Sunday or any other day, Wednesday, note it down. Say, please, I want to say something about it. Make sure you talk sense. Don't say anything that doesn't make sense. And it should be scriptural. Send in your name. I'll give you the floor. I'll sit down there. You want 10 minutes, 15? You have the floor. Say your thoughts. You don't steal in the house of God. You're turning into a den of thieves. And if, that, if there's a guilty thing, a thing the church in Nigeria is guilty of, you have stolen glory. So when, as and that example, I just saw this last night. You say that a government has done zero projects. You begin a campaign called Zero Project. Who has said who has heard of Zero Project? I'm the only one that said. Uh -huh. It said that in the last some years, no project has been done. A friend of mine, 2016 or 17, said, former classmate, he said, Can you mention a single thing? He didn't sound like he was joking. He didn't say sensible thing he said one thing he said if you can mention one thing that has been done i looked at him now i'm not saying he's a christian or anything that's not the point but he he seemed to mean what he was saying meanwhile i had seen pictures videos of government in that state alone being given hundreds of vehicles to the police you see them, 
beautiful, brand new, many. Not one. And I could have given a long list already because, I, again, that group. My point is this. I'm showing you something you probably have never thought of before, right? You always thought about the den of thieves being a place where people buy and sell. Yes? Buy and sell what? Goods, right? And sheep. Okay, so this scripture does not apply to us anymore. Receive sight in Jesus' name. Do you think the church may have been guilty of turning the house of God into a den of thieves? A place of lies and taking people's glory. You must acknowledge what the person has done. If she has done, say, we commend you for what you've done, but there are three things you ought to have done you have not done. You did the other three. Well done. I give it to you. But if you take away the three they did, plus the three they have not done, you are turning the house of going to a place of lies. I was in a meeting I was invited for in 2018. And I went because I believe the Lord wanted me there. I prayed about it and he said, go. They asked me to come and share, lead a prayer. And I handled some short Bible study with others. But one of the things I stood there, someone came from Kaduna and he stood and told lies. He took, 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 took. The house of God was turned into a den of thieves. When you're taking things that are not so, what was the illustration? Oh, that they wrote exams for Nigerian police and they had to write Arabic. How many of you heard it? That they had to write Arabic. That that was one of the questions. Who, who heard it then? Raise your hand now. I'm asking a real question. And the majority of them believed it. The problem is that the most people that were employed into the police from that exam were from Akwaibom State. You don't understand? You know, in Akwaibom, Arabic is the next language you speak. If it is true, then the Northerners should have been the most that passed. It was a lie. Jam said the exam, and you scroll through, you scroll past Arabic. So, since those policemen wrote that exam, and they know they did not answer Arabic, they said they're very illiterate. Then they stopped and tried to answer Arabic on their way to answering the English segment. You know, A comes before B now, you know now. Then they see, then they see, then there's E for English. Hmm? Are they going to say that the fact that Akwaibom State had the largest intake from that exam, that is because of their excellence in Arabic? Like, even if you don't agree, say it's a lie, how do you know? The fruits, by the fruits you could know. So it wasn't true, but remember, when people want to tell lies, they tell. And I was in this program, and this man came all the way from Kaduna, and he said he's a journalist, and he stood there and was saying those things, things that have been debunked by jam, since months before. And I sat in amazement and I wondered if he's a journalist. Is it that he doesn't read papers? I don't read papers. I see random things. I, and I have read it. Where Jam came out and said, no, this is what happened. And this is our evidence. You don't take away. You don't steal. You don't tell lies in the house of God. Is this clear? Everyone that tells lies and steals in the house of God, you are doing exactly what Jesus scattered the temple for. And if you're still so carried away by emotions, 
that are political. I repeat, some of us, I don't have a political bone in me. If you know how I don't care about what I'm... <laughs> I got the voter's card for the first time this year because someone led me to the big person and the big person said, oh, please take these people and help them. And I didn't take so long, one hour or so, or two, I don't know, I was gone from that place. It was almost, except my wife kind of, I don't know, how, one of those things women do, she almost tricked me into being there. So I have a piece of paper, they say will give me the PVC. Does that mean I'll vote? I don't know I'll vote. Even if you're watching on TV, if they anger you, that is your headache. Because you think governments are run by votes. There are countries they don't vote in anybody. So what are you saying? The person that, have you heard about Rwanda, that the government, they are doing very well. Rwanda, have you heard of Rwanda? They are doing very well. Yes, you've heard also that the same president has been there since 1994, the same person. Did you hear that part? And did you hear that the last person that ran against him is in prison? Okay, oh no, you won't hear. No, you, uh, you cannot be allowed to hear things like that. How, how can you hear? Better country. But I was in a place and somebody was saying, oh, that's a correct. Better country. Allow anybody be in government constantly for 30 something years. There will be certain things done. If the thousands of projects have been done in the last seven years, if the same president stays for another seven years only, <laughs> who has heard of Singapore, war leader? It took 40 years to become a developed country. 40, 40. Of almost one prime minister, one person, almost. Now they change with time, but Lee Kuan Yew was called the father of the nation. You know the kind of rules they had? You couldn't chew gum. Uh, you know chewing gum? Uh, uh, I don't know. You were rescued for chewing gum. Chop, 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 chop. You go to, they were rescued. You think I'm exaggerating? You have a phone. You don't even need to read the book. I didn't read it either. Type in. I have it there. Type in. Chewing gum, Singapore. You know how a country becomes a country? Do you know in Rwanda, most of you, almost all of you, your family, you've been in prison. Just open your mouth and say, This fool, I need crack, crack, crack. No, don't finish. Right there. These evil people, crack. hey, 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 police. Just say it. Say Tutsi. Say Hutu. Call the names aloud. Say, you know, better society. It so annoys me when people talk with... You don't even know. Hey! How did they become like that? You can't talk evil. Just the mere silencing of evil. Angels, I suppose, can move freely. In Nigeria, I think angels move like this. Okay, you guys have not been around Nigerians. You haven't heard Nigerians talk about Nigeria. You heard the white lady, right? She said the Lord told her. Is it not what I've been saying for years? Oh, when you say with an American accent and talk like you don't know what you're saying and you don't call the name of the leaders that have... See, every leader that Nigeria has had played a part. 
Abacha played a part. He removed the sultan. Nobody. These are untouchable figures. Abacha removed him. He pulls him from there. You, you, you don't know someone's job. You judge things a certain way. You don't, do you know one of Trump's major jobs, almost the major job, Trump, existed? You don't know? You didn't hear that they re have, have reversed a judgment of the Supreme Court that legalized abortion from 1973? 1973? The Supreme Court that reversed it this last few months was constituted primarily to have the necessary vote by President Trump. He picked conservatives, people that believe in sanctity of life, and put, and put. During that time, judges died and he could substitute. If Hillary Clinton had won, when Trump won, that Supreme Court now may have had 80, 90% left, the left, the democratic left. Who, by now, it wouldn't be only gay. Look at, look at what they were able to do in Obama's time because of who was appointed. Men, marrying men, women, but it's a law. Are you understanding a little? Am I helping someone? Yes, I wish we had two, three hours. I wish you could ask questions. I wish we could just. You know, when I came into that thought, I like to just sit down and say, hey, let's just talk. Have anything to say? Ask questions. Let's. This. Nobody said the ch in church we have to. Uh, anybody has to stand like this or have a wooden box or anything. There's no place in it. Show me. It's not in the Bible. So I could, we could, I could sit on the ground and talk. I am fully a Christian, and God is smiling at me right now. God is happy with me. But we don't have the time. People of God, different rulers have different jobs. You've heard of Dubai. The man's father built the roads and built the bridges and built the structures and kept. His son came and built on it. The Dubai you hear of. His son built on the foundation his father laid. How many years has that taken? Oh, by the way, the ruler of Dubai, they didn't vote him in. It's not for four years. Oh, no, it's not. Can that factor into your thinking when you're thinking of anything? Can it factor into your thinking that the length of time a person has affects what they can do? Can it factor into your thinking that if you don't have a legislature, that can tie you down and refuse to allow you to go ahead with policies that you're a king, like the ruler of Dubai, that you can do anything you want without restraint. Any idea you have, you can just say, move money there, like he did. I mean, you cannot do anything. So if you have a good heart, you can do a lot of good. But do you know that many times presidents in federal systems are completely stopped, if not by the legislature, by the judiciary? That you can say things and they will pass a law. People go to court and a court judge will exercise more power than the president or executive of a nation. Do you even know how ridiculous that is? Who voted in the judge? And what do you call democracy again? Oh, I know I'm confusing you.
Do you know how the world runs? Sorry, when I say leave it, can you leave it? Leave it alone. Know your Bible. You see this? You know why I like this content? This content was placed here by God. And this content is sound. If God was fascinated by democracy, David would have run a democratic government. God is not. People are constantly thinking of things that God did not think of. God looks at it and allows it. A man marries two wives. God like, okay. In the beginning it was male and female, but ah, okay. Someone, we do all sorts of things and God is like, mm, remember, limited free will. Do you remember? Okay. He doesn't like it, but okay. We have government leaders doing things he doesn't like, but God is the same way you have free will. The same way some of you have carried out terrible atrocities and God didn't strike you dead. With the small power you had, and then your local government chairman, because he didn't build a road, passing your own house, your father's house, you curse him. Your governor, because he developed around his side and didn't come and develop around your side. Because if you were there, you go and develop around his side and not develop. <laughs> Hypocrite. Now, am I saying you should go developing everything in your side? No, that's wrong. If I'm a governor, I would share out things fairly. I would map it out. In fact, forget I'm a Christian. If I'm a Christian, I'll ask God which areas to focus on. And I would accomplish incredible things. I know, because I have a good heart and I'm not a thief. I won't be taking the monies. I won't be wasting it. I won't be trying to please people everywhere. No, 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 no. I don't care. You don't vote me in second term. I don't give a hoot. I would just use those first four years as though everything I do, God is seeing me. And I know I would do a lot. I once managed a shopping complex. The first person I paid whether 30,000. <laughs> With 30,000, I already transformed the place. The grass touched this roof. You couldn't see anything for I, I removed all of that, maybe for 10,000 naira. They had no toilets. They had toilets, but you know Nigerians. Zero was used. A complete mess. I was able to hire a worker and get them to clean it. It was shiny white. In a period of one day. That place has been like that for maybe 20 years. Within a day of my having money, it was transformed at once. Yesterday, we have a meeting in this building with other tenants for the first time ever. For the first time ever, I think, they've ever had a meeting. And the landlord's rep was talking about how when they took this place behind there, that they used four trucks to empty, scoop out the feces because no toilet was working. Then he got some money and he made these toilets work. No toilet was working. And I was telling them in the meeting yesterday that we alone have supplied water to this building for three years. This church only. Nobody gives any money. If you are, what's the total amount of money you have collected from anybody apart from us? In two years. How long have you been the caretaker here? Two years. Two years. About five to six thousand. How much do you think we've spent? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. The amount of money we spend pumping water. Now that we are the topmost floor, our water goes to everyone. All, every building here, every office, every toilet. I'm showing you the mindset someone should have. So I'm not, don't hear me when I, I oh yeah, let him keep quiet. He's on his 
pastor it. Let him leave it. No, before I was a pastor, I was or the lawyer, I was a manager. I was an admin manager, I was a business development manager, I did other things. I was given responsibilities. I know what it means to do whatever you do with all your heart as unto the Lord. I know. Being dedicated, being committed, serving as though God, your answer. I know what it means to not be greedy. I know what you can do if you're not greedy. Ah, I've seen it. You simply are not wasting money on anything. I'll say a prayer and you say amen. I didn't realize the time has gone. Last time I saw the time, it was 15 minutes ago. My brain. Sorry. I just want you to know this. When you are full of anger and bitterness, you will turn the house of God into a den of robbers. Do you hear me? Do you hear what will drive, make you into what Jesus does not like? Anger. The absence of joy. But what will make you joyful is what I've just shared with you. What will make you joyful? What will make you joyful is when you hear good things. Are you understanding? So if I can tell you good things that have happened in Nigeria and it makes your heart to start being happy, is that not a, isn't that how the house of prayer can be a joyful place? Is that not what will make your incense acceptable? Do you understand? So when I tell people, go and search. Ask for, I often say, join the Nation Advance group on Telegram. Ask, connect with anybody here. They will link you to it. Join it. Someone created that thing. Join it. Go and look at just the few things that have happened in the last one year. In Nigeria. Watch the videos. Look at the pictures. Read. And if you can honestly read just 200 amazing advances. And you are still angry. Come for deliverance. Come for deliverance. Fix, come on Sunday. Ask for when they will pray for people and do deliverance. Say, I'm not joking. Go and read our brother's testimony. That newsletter. Oga, we are printing that newsletter tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday. By Sunday, I want people to have that newsletter. Talking about Nigeria. Have you heard me? Blessing. When you come on Sunday, we'll give you a newsletter that was published some months ago, but we didn't print the soft copy also should go out. Now, follow that link. Have joy in your heart so that your offerings will be accepted. If you don't care whether God accepts your offerings, keep your bitter heart. In that thing, you read the testimony of our brother there, Saturday, and you read how a demon came out of him. I was talking like this, and, and, and he was shaking, and a demon came out of him of bitter hatred for Nigeria. He ran into the toilet and spat out, and it was green, white, green. If you can spit green, white, green, go and spit. <laughs> not, not spiritual, physically. He's there. He's not, I'm not telling you someone's story. It was, it was a demon. It's a spirit. And it's sitting on Nigerians. We started seeing it in 217. Very wicked spirit. So angry people everywhere. Who, whose prayers God does not hear. We have prayed prayers here for Nigeria. Small things. And God answers it the next day. You read it in the papers in two days. At national level, just pray a simple prayer. Two minutes, three. You see the answers. Because we chose to be joyful in his house of prayer. Not angry and bitter. And you'll be angry and bitter if you hear lies all day long. But if you hear the truth, some of it is bitter truth. Some of it is sweet truth. Do you understand? 
The truth is never all bitter. Where you're seated, can you just lift your hands? Tell the Father, thank you. If you've heard and learned anything, blessed be your name. We are grateful for the things we've heard in the name of Jesus. Now, let me pray for you. Father, I'm asking for everyone here. Freedom of bitterness and anger. From head to toe. Everyone that is open for deliverance here. Freedom from bitterness and anger. Let them be joyful in God's house of prayer. Whether they're in church, whether they're in their room. Let them be able to be joyful in the name of Jesus. Let them know the difference between praying with joy and praying with anger. Let them be able to testify here and elsewhere of the difference. And may others learn. And may this truth spread to the ends of our nation. Forgive us for being, making your house a den of robbers. Forgive us for being hypocrites and pointing at others. Forgive us for castigating other kinds of thieves and kidnappers while we were doing the same thing psychologically and spiritually. Show us mercy and help us always remember that God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit. We cannot be thieves in our spirit. Thank you, great God. May your name be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We pray you receive eyes to see, ears to hear, and an understanding heart. Remember, test all things and hold fast to what is good. For more information, visit our website at gods-lighthouse.org.